Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolebova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I can promise you that this will be very, very, very rich because our today's guest, Sharon Lynn, it's such a beautiful soul. Not only she is transformational speaker, healer, guy, she's also a psychotherapist. psychotherapist yes. yes i'm like i gotta make sure that i'm saying that like your type when you have like the real titles we gotta be careful <laughs> psychotherapist and she has such a beautiful soul we met at a mastermind with our dear friend and mentor amberle lago and mm-hmm. i just can't even tell you how important it is what kind of people you are surrounding yourself mm-hmm. with like when you look around Are you surrounded by people who you are inspired by, motivated by, who you are moved by? Because when I met Sharon, I could, even like across the room, I could feel her energy, like her energy and her light just fill up the room. And she has this confidence, groundedness, and this beautiful, like truly there is this beautiful dance between the masculine and feminine energy in you, Sharon, that it's like, so inviting. So I'm really, really excited to be here with you today and see how we are going to go even deeper on our chat. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for such a beautiful introduction. And I, 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 it's always nice to be seen. So thank you. Thank you for seeing me. Um, and it is such a joy to be here today on your podcast. I'm really looking forward to the discussion. I know it's going to be great. <laughs> you know, like we already talked, like when we're in Texas, I had the huge honor to be on Sharon podcast. So I feel like it's now necessary that my tribe also gets a taste mm-hmm. of you <laughs> because you're doing so many beautiful things, not only working with adults, but I know that you also like work with youth. And I think it's so, so, so important because that's where it all starts. Like yeah. I remember like the biggest traumas and doubts and insecurities. It's when we are kids and we take mm-hmm. it to the teenagers and then we take it to the adulthood. So yeah. I would love to hear like, what was your story with like this mm. transition? What were your beliefs when you were growing up? How did you see the world and how that inspired you to really be supporting and shifting other people's worlds? Yeah. So thank you for asking that. It's um, so first I want to lead in with the fact that I look through the lens of a holistic piece, right? So I believe we are living in this physical body. We are a soul that is implanted into this, into this body and this experience. Um, and there are 
spiritual beliefs. I'm a metaphysician and a mystic. So um, I have spiritual beliefs through our own soul development. And then I also have the bioscientific and clinical perspective that shows us about like lifespan development and how um, these potential fractures or woundings that we can um, experience in our early lifespan development um, from the womb all the way up to adolescence um, really have a great impact on us um, and the way in the lens that we view the world, mm-hmm. right? So we all are seeing through our own lenses as much as we would love to be able to even like claim as an empath that we're able to feel other people's feelings, which isn't necessarily a good idea. Um, but I, I believe that really we can only see through the, our own lens, right? No matter how evolved and ascended we go. And that's, that's in part, a divine design. So for me, um, my, um, my passion is really to create safe spaces and, um, help people to heal from trauma. And the reason why that has come, um, through me is the fact that my first trauma was experienced in the womb. So, um, and, and not, intended, right? Um, I think that we sometimes surrender and allow ourselves to, to be, to be programmed and and we, we believe and we create gurus in people who really aren't necessarily gurus. So like doctors, um, who I think are very necessary sometimes are misinformed. So, um, so there was, there was definitely, trauma in the womb from conception um for many different reasons my mother was doing her best but it was very very challenging for her in many many different ways um and from that point um in my early childhood you know i it was such a blessing and such a gift to realize that i had all of these um gifts <laughs> blessings to be able to see the unseen um, and I, I had this knowing in this awareness of this spiritual peace, right? Um, we can, call, we'll label it spiritual. Um, it's divine. It's, it's, it's all of the things, right? But I was so, so aware of it. It was just, it was part of who I was at a very, very early age, five, six, seven. Um, and so I just thought this was the way that we, like, this is how we all saw the world, right? And I very quickly learned that that was not okay. And which is sad because now, you know, you and I are in the practice and business of like helping people to actually like understand, you know, that 99% of our lives are all the unknown, right? The 1% is the one that we, the one that we see and that we know. But, um, so that caused a significant trauma for me as well. And a lot around my own self-beliefs and my identity and who I thought I was and how I was supposed to show up in the world and, you know, so on and so forth. So, um, I, I jokingly introduced myself as like the Forrest Gump of trauma. I, we could go into like all of these different rabbit holes of all the different types of trauma, but basically, you know, narcissistic abuse, sexual abuse, psychological trauma, torture, physical torture, um, you know, um, religious abuse, I mean, on and on and on and on and on that I had to encounter. And um, so 
I would always place myself in front of people to, to receive help. Um, unfortunately, they were really never unformed and they were really never the, um, they were placing themselves in positions to help and they, it, they had no business being there. Um, and so it, it really did lead me into thinking that I had to do all of this on my own. And my belief was that I really was on my own. I had a lot of physical illnesses, um, autoimmune diseases, so on and so forth. Right. Um, so I, I hid the fact that I was a healer. I hid the, all of, all of my abilities to be able to, like, I didn't want, I was so afraid to share it because I was so afraid of being othered, right? And and being placed outside of a group because all I wanted was to feel belonging, right? Um, so, um, so that really transmuted and turned me into my passion um, through lots and lots of self-work and discovery. So I started working at, you know, 20 plus years ago with lots of different alternative methods, right? Shamans and, you know, um, really very progressive doctors that do things that, you know, we don't, we don't read about or hear about. Um, and, you know, through myself and just all of these different, um, healings, um, and ways to be able to heal. Um, so I really resisted though, um, becoming a clinical therapist, because I really in my heart believed that, you know, like I, I was, I was just meant to give all of these things away for free. Right. Um, and I kept getting hurt. I kept getting abused. I kept getting taken advantage of. I kept perpetuating the martyring. Um, and so finally, you know, towards the end, I just said, okay, I'm going to start claiming this. I'm going to start sharing this. I'm going to start speaking this. And slowly, but surely all of a sudden, just people started to, to surface and they needed my help in detrimental and serious ways, you know, cancer and, um, Crohn's disease and autoimmune illnesses that were debilitating that left them in their beds and, you know, mental health issues and emotional issues and just on and on and on and on. So, um, I finally took the plunge and I said, okay, um, this is what I'm going to do. And so I've, I've been an entrepreneur for years and years and years and have been serving to heal in so many different ways globally. But then the last piece was to become a licensed holistic psychotherapist. <laughs> and, um, and I really want to change the world and the scope of, how we indoctrinate um, healers and how we um, and, and create integrity of really learning how to create safe spaces so we don't continue to traumatize people. So working with children um, was um, was the easiest segue for me, actually working with animals first. Um, and so that's where I started and then working with children and adults. Um, and I, I, I love, I love it. I love it because you know, especially the younger children, like six, seven, eight, um, they are so, we're so, they're so finely attuned. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of highly sensitive um, individuals now more than ever. And so they're starting to show the signs of the inner conflict and disease sooner. So that's why they end up 
with me because the parents are like, I don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> and then they come to me and we're really able to have a very open, holistic conversation where I can help them to understand their gifts. Mm. That these things that they've been made to feel are um, wrong with them are actually everything that's right with them. Mm. Oh, I love that. It really reminds me of like human design. When I started to study human design four years ago, everything that I saw before that as my weakness, that I'm too sweet, too nurturing. I was always told people will take advantage of you and things like that. I realized that's how I was designed to be. I am the nurturer. I am the one who is here for the survivor of the tribe. Not everybody has that, you know? Yeah. Yes. For me, it comes natural and it's my gift instead of seeing it that something is wrong with me. So it's so beautiful that you can start with young children like you know how different my life would be if I could work with someone like you when I was six seven eight years old because it's just I mature so quickly and there are things that I'm still working on and I feel that you know some joy you know when uh, she was talking about writing your book would really Mm -hmm. like was awaken or come to me and the surface of that mastermind was like there are still things that I don't know if I would like boldly put in my book there is mm. pieces of like guilt and shame from like mm-hmm. childhood and mm. adolescence, you know, that oh, yeah. I am, but I'm looking at it as an adult instead of like, Hey, I was a little girl and I had no idea what am I doing? Right. Right. But it's, it's, if we could have the guides, it, if we could know, and that's why I'm so, so, so passionate about becoming conscious couple husband so we can raise the kids differently and I truly feel and see that the souls who are coming now are so much more attuned like you said Mm -hmm. and are so much more like I don't want to have like heavy baggage like I'm here to create Mm -hmm. an impact so Mm -hmm. how do you see the world right now with everything that is happening and we don't have to go into like politics and all these things no I don't (laughs) I I love what you said like the modern mystic and medical medium that you are Mm -hmm. How do you see the world right now? Where do you feel that we are heading? Mm. Well, I I have ultimate faith and belief in our creator and the divine. And so I tend to not catastrophize things. Um, I But I do believe that we're all here to love. Um, and part of the reason why people get stuck and we, some people now are collectively are stuck is because we're really not living in truth and allowing the information that we're receiving and putting it through the filter of our own divine knowingness to create wisdom. We have a tendency now, I think more than ever. And so like evolution of man or, or humans or whatever, like it was always the person who was the strongest, right? And then it became the person who was the smartest. And now we're moving into a whole new arena, right? Where you can't outmuscle something and can't outthink something. And so we have a tendency because everything gets pack- packaged in this like, you know, consumeristic way. Um, even spirituality has been packaged, right? Um, which is is unfortunate, but it's just the way that things go. So we can bless it, right? Um, but that that we must 
now allow the information that we have and allow it to metabolize through our vessels, through our mind, through our energy, through our spirit, through all of the things that we actually may not even know and allow it to listen to the tiny little voice that we have that has been there all along, but hasn't been as loud as the other things that we've been surrounded with. And especially those of us who have experienced you know, more significant, any kind of trauma, everything is significant, right? Um, that, that, that has a tendency to get squashed, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I really truly believe that we are hyper intellectualizing anything. And there are so many people who are consuming, 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 consuming. Now, all of these packaged things like books and, you know, all of these things thinking, well, if I can just put it all in my head, then I'll be okay. But unfortunately, if we don't actually allow that to create awareness about where we are and what we need to heal and healing, meaning evolve, right? Not that there's something wrong with you, but there's actually all that's right with you and it's dying to come out, right? And then to allow that to then integrate into our vessel and see what it feels like. Mm -hmm. right? Move through it and actually try these things on because it's not, a, it's never a one and done mm -hmm. with our evolution and change and then to embody it. So I believe that we're all being this, uh, given this great opportunity to embody something, mm. be something instead of be the doer that we are the beer oh. and that in that beingness, we get to make tremendous shifts mm, right yeah. i mean that is so powerful and like you said like we can listen to a million podcasts read a million books but are you truly embodying it are you taking it in and truly embodying that so and this is something that i love to say too we're not human doings we're human beings right yeah. so thank you for the reminder and sharon you and your heart and your wisdom like i am like taking it all in and we could be sitting here for hours and hours and hours and i want to be very respectful of your time your flow and i'm so blessed that we got to speak and i know this is just the beginning i have a feeling we'll co-create something even more beautiful oh yeah i have the deep feeling in my heart so mm -hmm. if people want to connect with you even deeper want to see where to you know connect with you um what's your favorite place where can people find you online I would say the greatest engagement that I have is on Instagram. So if people want to just kind of be part of the community, um, I love and I welcome everyone to come um, and be part of, of just the engagement. Um, but of course, they can always just um, directly email me or visit my website or the podcast, mm -hmm. Thrive with Sharon. Um, and um, yeah, I would love, I you know, everyone is welcome. Everyone has a seat at the table mm, so beautiful i love how you always see people acknowledge people so make sure you're following her on instagram that's my favorite place too and when you're yeah. listening to this whether you're watching us on youtube whether you're listening to us on all other platforms make sure that you message us, sh uh, share yeah. your takeaways, share your aha moments, share what really shook you to the depths and tag mm -hmm. me and Sharon on Instagram. I will put all the links below in the show notes so you can stay connected and really tap into that embodiment part. Sharon, I appreciate you. I love you. I'm so thankful we connected and I'm excited to see where the journeys are taking us. 
Thank oh, you. yeah, absolutely. Me too. It's such a joy. And thank you for having me.